welcome to the Next Tuesday Podcast. We're your hosts. I'm Caroline. I'm Susie. And we're making women great again. Even though we were always great. We'll see you next and every Tuesday. Hello. Hello. And welcome to the Next Tuesday podcast. We are here, Caroline and Suze, and we are very happy to be here with you. We are happy. Caroline is singing because she has some big news. I do have big news. The news is that I quit my job. She quit her job. I quit my job last Wednesday, and I am... Very excited because I have options and I am evaluating those options and um, we'll get back to you very shortly on what I decide to do with those options. However, it has been a very good week. This is the happiest that I've seen care since before Trump was elected. Oh, that's definitely true. Definitely true. She's (laughs) even wearing yellow. She's like radiating the sun. There's sparks of joy bouncing off of her cheeks as she lights up through her eyes. Um, I was trying to write a poem, but it didn't come out like a poem. It just came out weird. It came out great. (laughs) But seriously, she looks so much happier. It's kind of those spaces where sometimes you're in a job, if it's work, or you're just in a friendship or a relationship where you just know it's not right. And everyone around you is just like seeing that weight magnified all over you but when you look in the mirror you just don't understand what's wrong with you yeah i noticed my skin's already cleared up a little bit um i usually get like a really big zit between my eye like on my forehead like a little unicorn horn i have not gotten that this month jack lemon the beagle is very interested in this microphone tonight jack really wants to talk he's Um, climbing over caroline right now like trying to lick the mic hi buddy yeah, so I got a little tiny zip between my forehead, but like nowhere near the like cystic acne. Like we were situation. talking about with Bethany. Yeah, like we were talking about with Bethany, which if you haven't listened to Bethany's episode, go back and listen to it. So I think it's just going to be a better situation for everybody. Yeah, and I think too, we so often underestimate the factors that are stress in our life. We often think of stress as being happening to us not necessarily what we're doing to create our reality but um I think it's safe to say there was a lot of choice of yours kind of in sticking this one out for as long as you did and what do you think motivated staying like you knew you're unhappy what kept you pride for Mm -hmm. sure because I think especially when you're a lawyer um you like knowing that you can make it through the toughest of the tough mm-hmm. and like yeah the situation sucks right now but I'm going to be able to have like great war stories and I'm so tough and I'm blah 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 and I have no emotions and um sometimes work-life balance is a really dirty word in in lawyering why and do you think that is like what is it about work-life balance that is negative because in so many other companies and corporations at the moment, that's something you wear as like, gotta go, it's it's time, like work-life balance, guys, that's on my right. goals. Right. Uh, I haven't figured it out yet. It's hard for me to kind of sit and unpack and talk about it because I'm still in it and still kind of going through it. But then there's also the conditioned type A side of me that says, 
you can do more, you can do more, you can do more, you can do more, you can be better, you can be you can be better than everybody else, you can stick it out, you can be tougher, you can be harder, you so can So that work inner better. like you're not good enough, push it out and be the best. Exactly. Learn how to be the best. Exactly. You're not there yet. And who I have no idea where this came from because both of my parents were they never pushed me. They were both very neither of my parents went to college even. Mm, really? uh, my dad Yeah, I, I didn't know, know that. Yeah, neither of my parents went to college. My dad has his, his associate's degree. Um and he has worked at the same company since he was eighteen years old. I mean, I can talk for years about how precious my dad is and how amazing I he know, is. I know you love him. I know I love him so much. And then my mom was a dental assistant and did really well in that. But neither of them ever were like, you need to get A's or you need to do this. And or... Caroline was an honor student in college. Like, we're talking to a very intelligent creature. Oh, thanks. You're intelligent too, Suze. <laughs> but yeah, so I don't know why I am this way or why I... I mean, it's not a good, it's not a good quality. Well, it's serving you some kind of purpose. Like, you've adapted these qualities or characters characteristics because for whatever reason you've needed them in order to survive where you are at the moment true I mean I think to the extent the whole world in this generation of 20 something beings and even younger and thinking about social media and the comparison driven society that we're a part of um, all of us are feeling inadequate and propelling ourselves to push forward these images, saying that we've got our shit together, that we're good, but then we're constantly hearing stories of feeling broken and not feeling complete and having these conversations in homes outside of social media after we posted something that says, yeah, I'm good, where we just feel like there's something more. That, wow. You're like really... I'm channeling something tonight. That's intense, Suze. But I think to the point where, you know, we all are at the moment, you're in a space where you're looking for new opportunities and figuring out what fits. And I'm kind of at a point where I've stripped everything away, trying to kind of push forward in all of these areas where I have some kind of interest or passion. Also recognizing like maybe I haven't hit the nail on the head yet in terms of the most accurate space that I'll move forward with. Um, but I think I'm the same. Like, it's been like, I'm not good enough. I need to be the best in this area. And I think, you know, it's not that we're not good enough. It's just, there's information there that maybe that's just not it for us. Like there's another space for us to move into. A lot of good shit happening right now. I know. And you know what? There's so much good shit in our interview today. There is so much good shit in our interview today. I'm so excited. We had... A wonderful interview with a wonderful business owner who is doing some really cool stuff. And before we bring her on as well, as we were talking about, you know, these defining moments in career and finding our passion, um, tonight we have, or today, this morning, whenever you're listening to this podcast, it's night right now as we're recording, Shannon had a divine intervention catapult her into starting her business only recently so we're super excited to hear what all of that is thank you for tuning in to the The next Next tuesday Tuesday podcast all right we are here on sunday morning With our coffee and our tea.
And some yummy goodies. Yeah, we have a lot of good food here. But Suze is on a juice cleanse, so she's not partaking. Starting day one. And we have some friends with us. Woo! Hello. We've got the beautiful Shannon Harrison from Moore Street Studio. You would never know it, and you won't know it, but she has brought her wonderful little nugget. Well, he would hate me calling him a nugget, but he's cute. I don't cute. know. He might not. Liam. What? Say hello. Hello? <laughs> <laughs> we have her son Liam here with us as well, who is blissfully playing on the phone and listening to audiobooks. Why don't we get started? So, Shannon. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us about you. What do you do? In a in a nutshell, give us like a 30-second... Oh, Lord, 30 seconds. First yeah. of all, and then I, we'll am, break it down. I tend to be long-winded, and a nutshell is, you know, coconut okay. shell. Let's coconut shell. Let's Perfect. Coconut okay, shell. coconut shell. Yeah, coconut shell. Um, so, my name is Shannon Harrison, and I have Moore Street Studio, which is the downstairs portion of my abode, and it is, you walk into yoga studio and or event space. Um, I don't teach yoga classes out of there, but other friends of mine have hosted yoga workshops. Um, yesterday there was an astrology workshop, which was super cool. Um, ended up networking in with Jen Wayne from Charlottesville and Adya Yoga and Ayurveda downtown on the solstice, or equinox rather, the 25th Ooh. they're gonna be doing Oh, yeah, you're going. Yeah. Okay, cool. So, um, yeah, those participants were able to score a discount, so there's some she power networking there. What else do I do? Oh, then you walk through the yoga room into the hair salon, which is super fun, doing the hair colors, the haircuts, the men, the women, the babies, and in the backyard there's, like, a little compost action, a little gardening action, a little fire pit, write some things down and burn them on the moon cycles. All the goddess gatherings happen there. Oh, cool. Um, and I think so far that might be it. That's a lot. I mean, that's a lot. Oh, yeah, yeah. I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> so how did you get into making your house your business? That's a long story. That is a rather long story. Yeah, We're yeah, here yeah. for it. I'm ready. It's, um, well, okay. In, in the coconut shell still. Definitely learn that you need to be very careful and specific about what it is that you're wishing for and using your language. Because I had been, I was at a job that I wasn't super satisfied with. And I was like, man, I really wish that I didn't have to go to work. And I want to just stay at home more and settle into this house that I just bought. And I didn't really understand how to live into such a large space because I'd always had like smaller apartments right. so I was living in my room and like what do I do with all this space you know, like, <laughs> I love humans I love conversating with humans and sharing the things that I learn so eventually it ended up like this but so I was leaving yoga class and biking to my not very satisfying job and the universe flipped me over my handlebars and I broke my wrist. So there I got Quite my, literally flipped. Quite literally, yes. Over the handlebars, did a ninja roll, still have earth in my shoulder or gravel. <gasps> Not really actually earth, yeah. And plate and eight screws in my wrist. So Whoa. that definitely got me at home. And I definitely didn't have to go to work because being a yoga instructor and a hairstylist with a broken limb can't really do a whole lot. Side note, if you've ever seen Shannon Yoga, you would never know she has anything in her wrist because she's a, quite a fierce, has a fierce physical practice. Oh, namaste and gracias. Yeah. I want to make bumper stickers that say that. I've been saying that a lot lately. Well, maybe <laughs> that sell it out. Of, maybe it's also a retail shop, you know? That's true. Wise yeah. words. There's different licensing, though, and I'm like, I don't know if I want to mess with that. 
oh zoning and licensing and stuff yeah so. with like the when I actually start selling things because there's people that make like malas or like Bethany things like that and I'm just like I just don't know if I want to sell sell things right yeah and then you Although have to pay retail that. tax and you have to do all this mm-hmm. and girl yeah, I feel last like. Last year or fall of 2015, I had a holistic health workshop at my place where there was like acupuncture and all kinds of other, you know, smelly good sprays and malas and, you know, massage therapists and Thai body work and a whole big thing. And that was a super lot of fun and people wanted to like do it more and more and then more family life got more prioritized. So I haven't regenerated that again to that full fling extent. Yeah. But it'd be cool to do. All right. There's so much I want to unpack in that last statement um yes. <laughs> so excited about it. but first of all can i ask a dumb like question what's a mala oh it's like 108 beads that you wear around your neck like a catholic rosary except it's not for the catholics oh so what do you do with it you meditate and manifest. you meditate with it okay so instead of like saying hail mary's you say your mantra repeated over oh, and over oh yeah. i like that and so yeah. 108 is like a sacred number mm-hmm. in spiritual texts and so mm-hmm. the purpose is that you're going around repeatedly mm-hmm. 108 times or within that number like you continue going okay. however that adds up um oh i like that and yeah i like that a lot because i liked so I went to Catholic school. I'm not oh. Catholic. Mm. Went to Catholic, a super, super conservative Catholic school. Local? Here? No, I'm from the Eastern Shore of Maryland. So gotcha. we were like out in the edge of the planet and, you know, very, very conservative. Like mm. ex-nuns, that kind Ooh, of thing. Yeah. yeah. So I love the, I love repetitive action. Yeah. So the action of saying the rosary, mm. I love, but it's kind of like, yeah, I mean, I don't know. Anyway. So, <laughs> anyway, <laughs> I'm like Liam's in Catholic school. I'm like, don't comment, Shannon. Don't comment. It's yeah, all good. Yeah, and it's, you know, all acceptance all around. I, yeah. I learned a lot. <laughs> I learned a lot. My grammar is impeccable, amazing. Yeah, you would know it from the way I speak generally because I had to adjust myself when I went to public school for high school and mm. switched over, which was mm-hmm. ground shattering. Because why would you ever leave Catholic school? Anyway, but I had, I still have friends from that and we're very very close still but long story short didn't know what a model was thanks for explaining that to those of us who are a little bit less knowledgeable so my next question is then you talked a little bit about you know family life prioritizing Mm -hmm. i think a lot of times there's this line especially i mean i feel this line where it's like you want to ask the question like oh my god how do you do it how do you figure it out but you also right. don't want to ask like the woman questions and being like how do you balance your family life and your work life because mm-hmm. we would never ask those questions of dudes True. but at the same time it's but it's also fair like why don't we ask dudes those questions yeah. you know because it's like what do we just assume that they're all like you know that's almost like just as sexist it's like oh you just suck it up and do it because you're a man it's yeah. like well we just suck it up and do it because we're ladies it's not even a sucking it up it's like it's an internal mothering thing it's like we're caretakers I'm a caretaker yeah you come over to my house I'm gonna make you food I'm gonna make you tea you know what I mean we're gonna snuggle on the couch yeah. with a blanket and we're gonna chat about some some super gnarly real raw raw shit raw raw shit yeah welcome to the hanny yeah <laughs> you know what I mean exactly I mean in this one it was just like yeah, we're like the same human. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, this is amazing. I met Shannon yeah. through the yoga world because yeah. we both teach and have mutual friends. And then I came home from Bali this year and was like, Shannon, I need you to do my hair. And then three hours later, we were like soul sisters, best friends. And now we're like just sharing all the, the life secrets. Yeah. 
That's awesome. Pretty, pretty freaking rad. Yeah, and that's just kind of how it goes. You know, there's that cliche, you know, like, oh, your vibe attracts your tribe. And it's like, yeah, you really do get to pick. You get to pick, like, the structure of your day. You get to pick who's in your life. You know, people are all like, oh, I have this, that, or the other friend, or I don't want to do these things. And it's like, well, then don't. Mm -hmm. You don't have to hang out with whomever. You don't have to do whatever activity. You don't have to go to work. You can say no. (laughs) You'll be homeless. Well, I mean, no, I mean, not like that. But I mean, working for yourself, you tend oh, to okay. never know when to stop because you can always keep going. Right. Yes. Like yeah, doing hair, it's like doing updos, which I don't know if you guys would be able to relate to that. But like doing an updo, it's like a painting, you know, like mm-hmm. you do, you move one thing and then it's like, oh, it's totally fine and perfect. And then you nitpick it and you rearrange it and whatever. So I don't paint. And it's probably because I would never be done with any paintings, you know? <laughs> yeah. Well, that can we start, can we actually go to the your, like, technical training and stuff? Because mm. I would love to know about that. Yeah. Because I know, obviously, there's a wide span of ways people can do hair and, all, mm. and like, mm-hmm. where they come from. My aunt actually owned a salon for a oh, long sweet. time yeah. in Maryland. But, so, what was your technical, like, what's your technical background? How mm. did you get into more just this, like, creative? Because, from obviously, from what we talked about, mm. you're just, like, a more creative um professional, holistic, um, working all this in together. So Mm -hmm. bring us on that journey. Yes. So the journey of the education was, um, I moved to Richmond 11 ish years ago and had been in the fitness industry and wanted to do something a touch more creative. Um, but I also due to my family life circumstances needed to be able to still make a paycheck so I couldn't just check myself into school so I checked myself into an apprenticeship in the hair world and so I was able to work and learn and when I think back on it I'm like how did I do that everybody has always asked me like oh my god how do you do it and I'm like what are you even talking about you just do you know but I'm like oh yeah okay so I was like working like 40 plus hours in the salon. I was in school at night. I had a weekend job and I was still driving to Stanton every weekend to see this little nugget. And I'm like, but yes, I ended up with mono three times, but just that's just what you do. Like, you just actually rest then, you know. Um, <laughs> so your body literally saying, shut like, down. Yeah. I will not move or mm. allow you to interact because it was, yeah. we need some serious R&R. Seriously, yeah. I mean, it was it was out of necessity that I was doing all of those things, and now I'm much better at the resting. So much better at the resting. Took a long time to learn that, but still working on it, though. Yeah, a little bit. You know, <laughs> <laughs> I think we all it's are. It's a work in progress, right? Yeah. I think anyone who's somewhat entrepreneurial yeah. and has a lot of fire to mm-hmm. like make things happen. There's, like you said, there's yeah. so much you can do in a day that mm-hmm. learning how to just sit and be sometimes it becomes a scheduled activity and when it becomes yeah, scheduled mm-hmm. it's really hard to relax into that yeah true oh man but this morning i was like so super stoked because we were supposed to have this photo shoot and then the weather was like no you're not going to have a photo shoot and i was like oh, i'm awake and i didn't hear any stirring and so i was like i'm gonna take a bath <laughs> so oh, i got like amazing. a little relaxation bath the mm-hmm. zen moment you know amazing. which was amazing yeah first I was, like, in there start of your candle. sunday yeah mm. so that was a really good start to the week mm. such a good start for sure yeah so education wise yeah. i moved here the apprentice how like apprenticeship works is you do like 18 months in a salon okay um where they teach you classes and then you go to the richmond technical center for your actual classwork mm-hmm. and so 
the majority of my education was learned in salon and um, through the extra education that salons have provided me and other education that I've sought out on my own. And Austin's was the first salon that I worked at. Super, super red humans. Ken Langston still owns the salon in town. And Beth Aston was the other woman who taught me how to cut hair and got me into this industry. Um, and she is off being an entrepreneurial badass somewhere. Yeah. And she's the one I told you went to Thailand and did all of the cool, uh, yeah, 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 raw food chefing and just okay. amazing. Um, can't stop, won't stop kind of kind of lady. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I got really spoiled. Like I was like in my apprenticeship still doing Fashion Week in New York and just thinking that this is just what you did and it was normal, you know. What? And I'm like, oh, good lord, that is whoa, whoa. not exactly so. Did that a couple of years in a row and then, you know, help out with the VCU fashion show at the VMFA and wherever, um, doing like hair and makeup and, um, yeah. So fashion shows, photo shoots, back when Copeland's Off River Road was a thing, we would do their fashion show every year and it was just so fun. It's definitely an interesting industry and as I sort of grew up in that, it was, I changed, I got maybe super burnt out or tired from all of the, the... It's a lot on your feet all day with your mm-hmm. arms up in the air. Sure. Yeah. So all of that and just it's I, I, I get down to I guess the evolution of it would be I get down to I like the foundations of things. And to me, I'm like, OK, I need to know so much why and um, and more essential basics, you know, like which brings you to like the soul nourishment, which is a little less. It's like, yes, when people feel good about their hair and they feel good about the makeup, they feel good about themselves and it's easier to, I don't know, have a good attitude or something when you're feeling good about yourself. You right. Know? That's, why so, they, that's why they give, like, makeup classes to people who are in hospitals and, like, cancer patients and all that because it really helps. Oh. And it has positive impact on their treatment plan when they, like, have this, when they have, when they feel better about mm-hmm. themselves, their treatment plan actually like their numbers works better. Kind of? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's yeah. crazy. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, yeah, I mean, that makes so much sense. Yeah. So I did see like the benefit of the industry in that way, but I feel like I needed more. And so like for my own personal like cross training, I've always been like a gym person, you know? So I would like for emotional and physical health go and do yoga. And at the time I worked in a hair salon in Carytown. So I would pop down to Yoga Source and practice there. I ended up doing my teacher training there and then just, you know, wanted to do more sharing of that more soul, soul kind of work. Mm-hmm. And then just I like the whole well-rounded thing. I don't think any one thing, there's so many one things that people are like, oh, checkbox, that's the answer. And I'm like, I just don't believe in your checkbox, that's one thing that's the answer. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm like, it's a, it's gotta be a whole circular unit jam, you know? So you've gotta have all of the boxes checked, like your health and your nutrition, mm-hmm. you know, your like mental, emotional, whatever, whatever, stability, or ability to process and sort through. And then you gotta feel good about like what you're looking like on the outside. So all of those things put together, I think, makes a lot of sense. I don't personally do the nutrition. I, would I was love gonna to. say, yeah, because yeah. some of that is like we want to do everything, and I'm I know, so in that things. space too. Mm-hmm. It's like I'm interested in mm-hmm. everything, and right now, part of my journey is is figuring out like what is what do I want to be an expert in that mm-hmm. I can say like this is what I specifically can do, can create, can help you with. And, like, who are those people that I co-create with so that the holistic Mm -hmm. picture can come in? But what I was going to say is that just having that experience and that desire to reach people on a soul level, I mean, Mm -hmm. there are so many haircuts I've had in my life where, 
you just sit in the chair and you're like, when will this be over? Like, or you're just like, I don't want to speak. And like, I don't even want to look at myself in the mirror. And like, dear God, like I just met you today. Like, what are you going to do to my hair? So I think there's something to be said about being talented and making people look beautiful, but having conversations that put people at ease, yeah. especially if they're not comfortable like with whatever's going on, not only in their physical appearance, but in their life, mm-hmm. so that it kind of is like chair magic. Oh yeah, chair magic, I like that. Ooh. Like a magic carpet ride except on a chair. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Chair magic. Meanwhile, like you transform your hair and you have this like life conversation and then you mm-hmm. leave being like, I'm beautiful and I feel so good. There's yeah. a reason yeah. people chop their hair off and when they're like going through a life. It, what do you do? You go through a breakup and you like chop your hair off and get your hair dyed. Like there's yeah. a reason people do that. Yeah, mm. it's definitely a shedding of things. You yeah, know? like definitely in ter- in ceremony in the you know backyard space, we've definitely done the burning of hair, which smells terrible. It does I would not recommend it, but it's a good ceremony <laughs> thing. You know yeah. what I mean? But yeah, same thing. Like, okay, like it's dead weight. I don't need this anymore. It's a yeah. transformational thing. It's a like very Madonna. I'm just totally. gonna go ahead and reinvent myself right here, right now. Yeah, yeah. and that's fine. Yeah. And that's mm-hmm. great. So that's, after yeah. you apprenticed and got all your certifications and all that, yeah. you worked at a traditional salon, like a more. Because I mean, I'm considering yeah. you like a not a super traditional. You know, more you have created your own thing. I have created my own thing, but that just started in. I bought the house in May 2015. Okay. I broke my wrist. Um, June 8th 2015 so six weeks later ish yeah and then it was like oh my gosh I looked at like my receipts you know and it was like July 10th that I ordered my shampoo chair and I was like how much painkiller was I on when I ordered this thing Uh, thank you yeah yeah I'm like okay but it was good my brother is like a super handyman real estate dude and so he came and installed it for me um yeah so it's really just been since I guess maybe August but then of course I had to wait for my hand to heal yeah and I think I taught my first yoga class in a park in September in Forest Hill Park in September for salamander salutations which was part of the James River Park System class mm-hmm. that they were offering oh awesome um, yeah so roundabout since then yeah september ish september great. 2015 but i mean i technically got my business license in um november 2015 okay. and they said that that was fine it's not like all illegal or whatnot they mm-hmm. were just like when you're starting your own business you have some leeway because you know I don't know. Apparently, some people like plan these things out and whatever, and do it a different yeah. way. I just don't do that, or I didn't. That's not that's how my it job was for me. That's literally yeah. my job. My oh, job right. is to plan this shit out and make it. But I have people yeah. that come to me that have been operating for years and don't have a business license, or years oh, and Lord, haven't yeah. organized as their L- as an LLC, right. or don't have an operating agreement in place, or. That's when I say, like, mm-hmm. you do your thing. That's not, like, mm-hmm. you cut hair. I would never even pick up a pair of scissors. Right. Because yeah. I would destroy everything. Right. Yeah. Come to me, and I will fix these problems, because that's my job. That's, like, bless my sweet accountant. Another oh. thing about, like, clients and, like, just that type of a hair experience that you're yeah. talking about. Like, yeah, it's so much more than just, like, you come in. Like, these people are, like, family. Not only are they, like, coming into my house. I don't, you know, I had these people call me and be like, oh, you need to advertise online and do this, that, and the other. Mm. And I'm like, that's not how my clientele is generated. Yeah. You know, somebody comes to me, they love what I do, they love the space, they love the energy, and then, like, bring in their people, mm-hmm. you know? And so it's an, an extended family, basically. Well, um, and I feel like it, it's difficult to market 
your location when you reside yeah. there with a small, like even if you have a kid, right? Exactly. Like, yeah. I mean, my house, or yeah, my house is my business, right. and I'm always like on all their things. It's like Richmond, Virginia, like mm-hmm. no address, because I'm like I'll let people know where I live, like when I want them to know, because right. it's, it's scary. Mine is more on blast though. My phone number and my address are like I only have one phone I don't have a house line mm-hmm. yeah know? I have one phone number yeah if you wanted to you can everywhere. get you can get a google number mm-hmm. this is it's a free number mm-hmm. and it's a google voice number and you like literally go to google voice and it'll it can be your business number what? yeah and it'll just redirect to your phone because this is how I did it when I had my solo practice oh. so I got a Google number that redirects to your phone mm-hmm. and you can also have it shut off and not call you between like the hours of X and Y and oh. it'll just go straight to voicemail. It's so awesome. So highly recommend oh, yeah. that service. It's free. Definitely going to investigate that it's with free. immediacy for right. sure, for sure. Because that definitely that. does feel safer. Now, yeah. I haven't had anything, but okay. I had one weirdo experience, I will say. So okay. I just stick my card up all over and wherever yeah, I go, yeah, yeah. you know. Right. And I left it in Sugar and Twine in Carytown uh, Coffee Shop. You love know, that place. Dig love it. Her. Dig it hard. She's Bless so our homeless population. Yes, though, they all hang. My face is on my card. And so, oh, Lord. bless Kenneth, he started giving me a call all the time. Kenneth. I think I know who Kenneth is. I actually think I know who Kenneth is. I worked in Carytown. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Pretty sure I know who Kenneth oh, is. Oh, my God. Yeah. So, yeah. Kenneth rang me up a couple times and, like, to the point where I put his number in my phone to know not to answer anything. Do not answer. <laughs> but, you know, so that's when I was like, maybe I need to reroute. I can do that. But I feel safe. I've got a security system. Oh, that's whatever. good. And it's a good vibe business. I just yeah. can't imagine the bad vibes coming in. But mm-hmm. I guess they do exist, but I just don't. So let me ask you, um, when we think about business and, and vibes in terms of working for yourself and this being a new endeavor, yeah. how do you kind of manifest your success and how do you walk into your business and all the things that you're doing knowing that you do have a child to take care of mm-hmm. and that you are paying bills and you have bills generating from your business as well because it's in your house. So mm-hmm. there's extra electricity and stuff happening just because you're there. Mm-hmm. What is that picture for you? That is an interesting question. I, I, hmm, I'm not super good about the self-promotion really. I definitely operate solely on the, I mean, the, yeah, I mean, I, vibes is so vague, right? But it really is very much just like people find out about me through somebody else. Mm-hmm. I'm just nice-ish, you know. Like I just, I just, I'm a good person. I am a good person. I don't suck. I, I, I try not to. Some days I do. Some days we all suck. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that comes from. I guess I grow it that way. If they're looking for like a color strategy, definitely try to like work with what's going to be realistic for them to like be sustainable mm-hmm. for their budget and and their image. And the same thing with yoga, you know, or training people on weights or anything else. You know, I'm like, no, we're not gonna like do a thousand squats today with like 75 pounds on your back because you have been sitting on the couch for the past three years. Let's do something else. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's just like. Soft and slow and sustainable is what I sort of dig on. I can do a big, like, let's chop off your whole ponytail and, like, bleach your hair out 
And, like, I'm all for that. But it's, like, you have to suss the human out and see if they're ready for it. Because you don't want to traumatize anybody. Is that helpful answer to your question-ish? Yeah, that's of? it. And then I'm, I've been thinking a lot in terms of abundance thinking with mm. finances and money. Right. And gotcha. as I start thinking about more where I'm headed into, it's, like, it's something that I'm always curious how other entrepreneurial mm. women navigate what that looks like financially. What's your definition of of success in terms of uh, monetary mm, element mm. month to month and, and it sounds like so much is trust. So much is trust. I mean, being in the hair industry for as long as I've been in it, it's all commission, Yeah, you know? And like, if I was to sit around and have a freak out every time I had an empty book for a week or whatever, or like just a scattering of clients, like I would have like bled out by an ulcer years ago. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So you just have to like show up and do your thing. And it does help that I'm interested in so many other things that like keeps my brain occupied while I'm waiting for those humans to fill up or whatever. Mm -hmm. Everything always ends up working out, whether I'm having a freak out about it or not. And in terms of like manifesting like serious abundance, I, this is gonna sound bad, but I don't really care about money. I just, this might sound silly too, I don't believe in it, you know? Yes, it's energy. Yes, we need it to function in this like societal realm that we're all existing in currently. But um, back to like the foundations of life and things, I'm like, that's not like, I just, it doesn't make sense to me. That's why I love my bookkeeper. I dig on my accountant so hard. Thanks Same. to Laney and Jameson for like suggesting him. Um, Who do you go to? His name is Curtis Grimstead. He's oh. awesome. I always yeah. like to look for new accountants to like. Mm-hmm. I love my accountant, and yeah. I will go. I have referred so many people to him, but it's like nice to give people options instead of yeah. being like, "Here's my accountant. You should use it." You know, mm-hmm. because sometimes I think people don't trust you, and you're like, "Oh, this is who I use." <clears throat> Um, My bookkeeper, her name is Karen Long, and she came to me um, by another uh, female client of mine who's amazing. She has an antique shop out in Mechanicsville. Whoa. Um, Yeah, super, super awesome. So, again, with the, like, you refer me, I refer you, and it Mm -hmm. all stays in, like, a very familiar... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I definitely dig on that. I think also people just don't trust me by necessity because I'm a lawyer. And people trust you more. (laughs) (laughs) People just probably trust you more. Yeah, I always... Accountants are the... God, I love them. Another thing I will say about the financial abundance thing is that because everything always works out, if there's something like big that I'm trying to do, like when I went to Guatemala for my rocket yoga teacher training, I was Mm. like, I have no idea how I'm going to make this happen, but click, I'm purchasing the training and click, I'm buying my plane ticket. And so there was that. And then I just sort of like sorted all the things out. And like the month before I went to Guatemala was like my most profitable month that I've done in hair and I'm like oh interesting maybe I should set bigger goals for myself (laughs) so it's neat when you look at that well because everything's conspiring in your favor when Mm -hmm. you're doing things that are in alignment and you're following your intuition right exactly it's like when we're moving from such a cognitive space of I should or like this seems right or like Mm -hmm. it's like I don't know and there's any kind of doubt there's going to be so much room for things to move uncomfortably yeah and it might be uncomfortable to to do the thing that follows your intuition when you're like literally what the fuck am I thinking yeah but then yeah somehow it's like oh this is totally the space where I was supposed to be and like huh interesting Mm -hmm. exactly yeah yeah I don't like convince myself that this could be okay if this that and the other thing I'm like no man like I know I know in my guts if I should or should not be doing a thing and so I just and also I'm painfully honest 
I just like I suck at lying. I'm I'm just like the worst at it. You yeah. Know? Like so. Like, yeah. I just can't do the lying. Where I'm going with that, I don't know. Oh yeah, like I can't lie to other people. I can't lie to myself. Mm-hmm. If it doesn't feel right, it's gonna mm-hmm. show all over me. I can't. And I all I don't know. I feel like if less people would attach morality to how they're feeling, you know, like making their feelings right or wrong, then if oh. you're just having a feeling because you're having a feeling, then it's like, well, I don't need to be upset that you're you don't want to hang out with me today because you want to go do this other thing, and that's not. Yeah. I don't know. It just. Yeah, that's like, true. Yeah. Well, we hold on to so much stuff that way. Yeah. And we project our shit all mm-hmm. over things, and then we take on other people's stuff. Exactly. Um, when yeah. we really don't need to, and it's like, God, why you gotta do that? I'm mm-hmm. like, just do you, and like, it's not right or wrong, it just is. And if you want to change it, you just do. You know? And you can always go back if you want. But, you know, it's up to you. I, I just need that. this saying in my head all the time moving forward. Yeah. Just do you. Or just like, it's not right or wrong. Just do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just go. Go. Because, <laughs> just, you know, it's go. all, yeah, I'm sure you've heard the term before, like, it's all just more information. You're just getting mm-hmm. feedback about the choices that you've made. So, like, if you make this choice to do whatever thing it is and, and you hit the goal or you don't hit the goal, you look back on your action steps that you took to try to hit it and you're like, okay, well, I did these things and I did hit it. So, these things get me here. Or these things don't get me here mm-hmm. so then next time when you try to do it you can either repeat or alter you know what I mean yeah yeah you also have a very like analytical and very not type a but like a very step-by-step kind of minded mm. aspect to you because like the way that fully analytical <laughs> I am like yeah. everything <laughs> yeah yeah I really yeah yeah it's 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 I appreciate that a lot because I think a yeah. lot of times mm. you have people that are either very like amorphous and cerebral mm-hmm. in the way they think or you have people who are and like mm-hmm. I'm kind of get it. and when you when I hear you know oh you have like a hair and like yoga and blah blah I automatically think oh you're probably more of a idea generator but no you are very like mm, structured step structured yeah that's awesome mm-hmm. I think it's really good and I love I think that works that jives really well with that whole entrepreneurial mm-hmm. space because if you don't if you just have all these ideas and you don't have the action steps to get there right. like what are you doing the thing is yeah I mean because I yeah we very much have all the ideas and the action steps to get there the thing that's been interesting for me is is reeling myself into what like and becoming okay and comfortable with what is realistic for my lifestyle at this moment in time I want to do all the things but I'm, you know, raising a 12-year-old, and maybe I'd be doing certain things that I would if I wasn't. And it's all just a period of time, you know. That's true. So I can do other things later on. I don't know. It's just really interesting to just let things be as they are. And throw the ideas out, which is another cool thing about networking with all of the people. Mm. Because then you're like, okay, like, I have this fantastic idea. I'm not attached to being the one creating it. I just think it's a rad thing, and so if I know someone who can, then I'm going to be like, yo, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Share that thing and let it grow in a way that maybe I couldn't bring it to life. And that's super selfless and super cool because I think a lot of times we get really attached to, like, our ideas. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm or sure I do to that, too, someone. sometimes. Yeah, I mean, there was a lot, I mean, definitely with the... Liam, there was definitely a lot of lessons surrounding the 
the selflessness, you know, mm-hmm. which mothering is a lot of that. And, um, and not being attached to being the one doing all the things. Or, like, going to a yoga festival and not being the presenter you're just attending. It's like, oh, I don't always have to be that one, you know? Right. And I learned that from older women in my life who I respect also. Like, There's ones a... that I would expect that they would be organizing or hosting or yeah. teaching or whatever. And they're like, I don't need to be doing all that. I just want to go kick it. And the like, humility. What a in novel it. idea. Right. <laughs> you know? Like, oh. Well, how much pressure do we put on ourselves yeah. to be the person always with the answers mm. and knowing, yeah. right? Like, and if we can't let ourselves just feel... And, and be and allow other people also to have the information. Mm-hmm. How are we going to continue to learn ourselves? And yeah. to be any kind of teacher, it's constantly recognizing that we also have our teachers. Exactly. Um, that's, a, I think, a lesson that I continue learning also. It's like, mm-hmm. why be in this industry and want to make a difference if, if you no longer can be a part of the industry, right? Because if you're always looking at it you're mm. not you're no longer gotcha, inside gotcha, gotcha. of it yeah 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 that's true putting yourself in the Jane Goodall position watching apes I definitely oh. use that analogy a lot you know like again with the analyticalness though you know yeah. like if I, mm-hmm. when you are running a business and you have a child yes. so we, I, we always talk about like businesses being like your babies yeah you have a real baby he's not do. a baby obviously you're not a baby so it's cusping right now. Cusping, cusping. is a twelve. Is a cusping age. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. how do you? That's a whole yeah. Twelve year old. Twelve year old boy too. Like clearly I'm a woman. I've never been a twelve year old boy, so I don't know what that's like. But you know. What's it like to be a twelve year old boy, Liam? Fun. <laughs> Fun. <laughs> You guys obviously have a really good relationship, mm-hmm. which is very, very visible. Yeah. Um, so how do you know when it's time to literally put down the scissors versus... Mm-hmm. I'm working on balance in my life, and you know I only have a dog. Right. I don't have anything. So I always wonder, yeah. when do you know it's time to literally put down the scissors and say, like, okay, this is... I need to be with my person. Well, you know, it's, oh my God. I mean, like Liam has been so inadvertently helpful to me, like my entire life. Yeah. So now with him living with me, it's like, he's a direct, direct reflection of my mood, my cadence, my way of being is directly reflected in him. So Uh if I start getting off or anything then it's very easy to see he just wants my attention and so if I'm there emailing at 8 30 at night when I should be doing the high low creative and whatever however we do the bedtime lay down he's like yelling at me down the stairs okay mom I've brushed my teeth I'm waiting for you to come upstairs and I'm like all right I'll be up tick 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 on the computer and then I'm like oh it's 8 45 oh it's nine o'clock later Two hours later, he's asleep, I'm still working. That kind of makes me not feel good inside because, like, Mm -hmm. humanity being the number one priority, you know? Right. Like, work will always be there. Little human soul at this age won't Mm -hmm. always be little human soul at this age, you know? What example am I setting? What's the priority? And so I think, you know, humans are more important and more, more valuable than 
not that the pre- people are not interacting with via email are not humans too, but right. but I could do this family. after I drop him off, yeah. you know, from school in the morning, and and because I'm the one that does get to create the structure of my day and the rhythm of my life, I don't have to be emailing at nine o'clock at night. I can do that at nine in the morning after I drop him off at school, and so it might be a little slower. Yeah, it's it's it still more happens. relaxed and it feels better. Yeah, and then he's happier. And so then I'm like, okay, it's really and then you're easy happier. to be like, this is future generation right here in my house. Came out of my body. Wild. Ew. You know? <laughs> Ew. Ew. That's so cool. <laughs> it is pretty wild. It's pretty amazing. It is. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, my God. I saw on um, Katie Painter's, uh, inter- it, what's it called? Instagram. So she's pregnant right now with her second daughter, and um, she had like a Rosie the Riveter meme, and okay. it was like, "I'm so crafty, I make people." And oh, I was like, oh my I god, I love that. that. She's That's so amazing. funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, and again, like I think going back to you know talking about questions we ask men versus questions we ask women. Yeah. Um, that's I think just being able to procreate is one of the most amazing yeah. feats of womanhood and again it, it becomes a weakness right and it's like god damn it for nine months we sacrificed our bodies yeah. and, and after, then, and after. A, and then dude let me tell you about after. afterwards oh, yeah. so ready. <laughs> and you have that like literally the placenta mm-hmm. always of mm-hmm. being like I'm constantly needing to feed you love because mm-hmm. that connection was inside of me in mm-hmm. a way that like maybe you can't experience but mm-hmm. at the same time I think like how beautiful that you're raising a little man yeah because I think it's also always recognizing mm-hmm. like it's balance right like we posted on Instagram the other day about intuition being a superpower because mm-hmm. like that's such a feminine gift mm-hmm. but that men have that as well right mm-hmm. and like for the analytical side of us that's more of a masculine trait but we need both yeah. and I think like for us in this holistic and, and feminine movement at the moment, it's it's just acknowledging like how beautiful it is to be more yin and more passive and to mm-hmm. honor this beautiful femininity that we have and mm-hmm. we're privileged to exude. And then at the same time, like saying, look, we can use these as our strengths in combination with the masculine and mm-hmm. then we're unstoppable. Right. Um, and for the men, it's like, how do you embrace the more passive, the more balanced, the more nurturing side of yourself because, you know, like that's something that when you're in the future generations, hopefully there's a little more balance and Mm -hmm. it's like, we're just all here to coexist. I love a good tangent. Me too. Where do you see yourself moving going forward? You mean with my business or with my life or with both? Both. Maybe both. both. Because I feel like you've got this really cool... It's so interconnected. Yeah. It's so interconnected. Okay, so taking taking it back farther than the wrist break and the blah, 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 a whole lot of things changed when um, I went to the seminar, Landmark, mm-hmm. you know, super awesome have friend you heard of mine. Landmark? I have not. Okay. They so. yeah, they refer to it as like a curriculum for living. And oh. like lots of, you know, corporate companies do offer it to their employees. Like Lululemon, Lululemon is like a big mm-hmm. landmark business. Yeah. Okay. All the language yeah. they use is landmarky. Yeah, super but I mean like and it's ultra beneficial. Yeah. You know, and yeah, like I took what worked for me and I left what didn't right. out of all of the <laughs> programs that I took there. But like it was an interesting thing that that place kicked off. I wanted to, I've had this like sort of a pipe dream, but now it's actually not 
having a yoga surfing retreat in New Zealand. I've been obsessed with New Zealand for like so long. I just picture it as like beautiful, magical place with these people that talk so interestingly, you know? (laughs) Kiwis. Yeah. And I'm like, I just, my eyes want to see green instead of asphalt and bricks. You know what I mean? And I want to like be able to go snowboarding and surfing in the same day. Like, let's be real. That sounds cool. So that's what I want to do. And so I'm just like kicking around Richmond, doing my thing, letting him go to school and grow up and do all of that. And then I plan to kick off and end up there. And so now I'm like, okay, this could be really cool. I'm like, I want to get into like permaculture and like have some super rad garden and wellness retreat center there. You know, there's this one called Aroha that's there already. And I've actually been in contact with them about going and working, which was a while ago. And they didn't need me, unfortunately, at the time. It wasn't the time. It was not the right time. time. Yeah. And so, and um, so it'll come around when it is the time but eventually that's what I want to do and where I want to go but I don't and that's more like you know what he's 12 so I'd wait for him to so six years yeah. five and a half six years and and so I think it would be nice to get a little more in touch with some animals maybe Ooh. do something with sheep and you know yes. stuff like that and or goats you know seven springs they have sheep and goats where is um, that so it's a wedding and event venue mm-hmm. out in like on the outskirts of Richmond. Mm-hmm. I don't know how to describe their location because I'm not good at directions. Mm-hmm. Um, north-ish. And they have baby goats. They're Aww. birthing baby goats and their baby sheep right now. I wonder if I could get a goat in the city. Can I have goats in the city? Yeah. I don't think so. Oh. No? Someone has a goat. If Someone I a goat could get a goat, town. then I wouldn't have to mow my lawn. I detest mowing the lawn. You could I rent really a goat. I really detest. Really? Well, Maymont... You can the, rent their goats? Well, I don't know if you can rent their goats, but they That's use the goats. so interesting. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? Susie's so like, how do I get I'm a like, goat? Oh, <laughs> tell me about the goats. Um, oh. Maymont, or is it Maymont? Well, I was at the Carillon yeah. doing yoga for King of Pops Yoga. Gotcha. And they had all the goats out there. Eating the lawn? Eating the lawn and like the um, vines around the trees. Mm-hmm. And it was after... Um, actually, you know what? It was a photo shoot. It wasn't yoga, but oh. they were. It was early in the day, and they were all mm. out there just like munching away the poison ivy and mm. the, all this stuff. How yeah. great is that? I love, I love that whole cycle. But anyway, yeah. maybe you could like get them to let you use a goat. That's true. I could definitely look into getting a goat from them. Yeah, because if you're renting a goat, then you're not keeping a goat, and you're just using it as a. Oh my gosh! Would you like buckle the goat in the seatbelt? Oh, you're right. How do I transport the goat? Well, I have a Subaru, so it could ride in the back. Yeah. You know. Can I? I just want to videotape. Like, oh, God. How is the goat going to hold still? Go. You're right. <gasps> I don't know. Oh my God, but, you know, that. all that being said, in terms of liking all of the things and wanting to know all of the things, right. I mean, it's like I have, shall we say, six years where I can, like, learn more about what it is that I would actually be doing if I'm going to be doing something like that. Research, network, yada, yada, yada. Like, I'm a Wanderlust ambassador this year, and Wanderlust has Wanderlust New Zealand. So I'm like, okay, so there's another connection there. Mm. There's this... Kiwi Yogi I've been dying to meet and actually Elizabeth got to take a super rad class from her at Wanderlust New Zealand and I'm just like oh, oh my gosh if I could just connect with that woman I would mm. be so super stoked well and um so mm. when I did my integrative nutrition coaching program my um coach mm-hmm. was she lives in New Zealand and she has a permaculture farm mm. oh We'll see, there you go. So I'll just try and connect you. Exactly. See, and all you got to do is say the things out loud. Mm-hmm. And then that's how you get the ball rolling. Yeah? Yeah, I think. 
is interesting. So Liam and I do, like, in terms of, like, training him on how to kind of get the ball rolling, we do um, intentions to start the day as we're mm-hmm. traveling to school. So he gets to sort of create how he wants to be for the day, because otherwise you wake up and you're like, oh, I hate mm-hmm. it's cold, it's school, <laughs> and it's like, okay, well, I mean, this is just fact and reality, so let's, let's see how we want the rest of the day to play out, right? So we do that in the morning. And then in the evening to like wrap the things up, we go over the creative moment of the day, the highest moment of the day, the lowest moment of the day. We do five or six or however many extended gratitudes. And then um, he came up with two things he wants to do tomorrow and then two things he wants to do in the future. So it's Mm -hmm. like just more and more being intentional about it and kind of figuring yourself out. And again, breaking it down and analyzing it. Was this that or the be? other behavior that I engaged in today like beneficial to the commitment that I made this morning mm-hmm. or the intention that I set this morning what it is that I want to be doing in the future well, it's self-regulation yeah. right it's feedback yeah. of like mm-hmm. did this meet what I was working toward and if not like how yeah. do I redirect it's conscious living so mm-hmm. parenting how to be a conscious living human is an interesting um, way to do things why yes it is <laughs> I think it's working now I think it is. One would hope. Liam does not like the chocolate bliss ball or the coconut yogurt. Oh, he doesn't? Oh, no, he doesn't. <laughs> it's all okay. Right. It's all good. It will come it's in time. New. You know, it takes 12 actual times it does. Mm-hmm. to, like to develop a palate for something new. Yeah. So this is interesting. That's really interesting you say that because when I don't like something, I force myself to eat it a ton of times until mm-hmm. I do like it. Mm-hmm. I think this is phenomenal. Oh, yeah. Those are my favorite. That's why I took a bite and I was like, oh, man, little kid. Is there liquor in this? No. <laughs> <laughs> Just crack. Just crack. Spiritual I, crack. Spiritual I had crack. the best pecan pie from Proper Pie, and I was like, I think there's like grum or something in here. It was like There might sh- be. Oh, there might be in that. Oh, mm-hmm. you know what? You know what is dangerous? Shindig's delivers. Oh, whoa. As of now. I haven't either, but I've heard that it's phenomenal. Mm -hmm. Oh, my God. Shindigs, for those of you who are not located in the Richmond area, is a cake-only restaurant. Is it? Desserts only. Oh, desserts. Um, Mm -hmm. It's mostly cakes and stuff, but they also have... They recently got... Not recently, I guess, like a couple years ago, got their um, beer and wine license, their Mm -hmm. ABC license. Oh, my God. So it's cake and alcohol. And a lot of sugar. A lot of sugar. I was going to say, that sounds like... Put a Heart lot on you. Oh, yeah. Inclination. Yeah. You will uh, have yeah. Make sure you have like turmeric and ginger tea on hand for breakfast. Yeah. You know. So anyone who wants to go, you should go with me. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be over here with the bus. And then go. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Yeah. Mm. I. Oh, so good. Yes. Um. Well, I think this was super informative, and in not only just how to start a business at home or, or what that looks like, but just on like ways mm-hmm. to consider how to, how to integrate your work life into your home life, even if you're not working mm-hmm. at home, but just allowing yourself to evaluate all the pieces that you're in intentionally, conscious living wise. Yeah. Um, so Shannon, if we're looking to get our hair did phenomenally, and she does a great job, guys. Like my haircut has never, it's never been as light or pretty or... It does look really good. It I definitely dig on it. Lovely, yeah. Yeah. It's fabulous. So if you want to get your hair or yoga or coordinate some epic workshop weekend at Moore Street Studio, where can we find you? Um, ShannonHarrison.com. And, and you can you spell, spell it? Oh, yes. S-H-A-N-N-O-N-H-A-R-R-I-S-O-N. 
And you said you're going to be at the Wanderlust Festival? I will be in, um, where is it? It's Snowshoe, West Virginia. Okay. I'm, uh, I'm just an ambassador for that one, which means I'm just like promoting it and attending. Cool. But you give um, out a discount code. I do have a discount can, code. Yeah. yeah. Oh, neat. So if you want to sign mm-hmm. up. Yeah. You can go through you. Mm-hmm. Go Definitely. find her. You get 10% off. And also, I am actually presenting at Shansara this year, which is another yoga festival. And I have a discount code for that one that's 5% off. And um, Is this all on your website? This is all on my website, okay. yeah. And you can sign up on the newsletter on the website, too. And then yeah. I only do it once a month because, you know, nobody wants I think all that's that. happy times. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Um, yeah. And then on Instagram, where can mm-hmm. we follow your kind of awesome, epic... I yes. have at Moore Street Studio as the professional page. M O O R E. Yeah, M O O R E. Street spelled cool. out. S T R E E T, and then Studio. Studio. Yep. Perfect. Amazing. On the Instagram, and yeah, there's also Moore Street Studio Facebook page where the workshops and things get posted, mm-hmm. and, and um, I believe those are all of the communication forms. I don't have the Twitter. You know, I'm yeah. like, I don't know I'm about that. I'm not a Twitter-y. The like, tweeting, I love Twitter. Really? I do. Oh, I love it so much. Um, but, okay, cool. Yes. That's awesome. Yeah. Sweet. Thank, Thank you, you ladies. Thank you so much. Yeah. Thank you for Thank coming. You. Excellent. This was great. We appreciate it, and um, we will see you all next Tuesday. See you next Tuesday. <laughs>